Our City Radio. Big thanks to everybody that got in touch with requests for this week's Lost in Music. You can keep them coming because we're going to be continuing it after 9am. Right now, though, uh, we have got some guests in the studio. Um, coming up at Roton, there's an exhibition called The Moon is Full, but it's not the moon. Uh, it's a multimedia installation presented uh, by Roton, which will be on exhibit at the Roton number one building, just a few meters away from where I'm sitting right now uh, in Bonnevoie. The installation allows the audience to travel through a surreal landscape composed of sounds, images, sculptural objects, and textual traces. Now, if you are like me, this sounds absolutely uh, fascinating. And I've got uh, Joy DeMarco, Agnese, uh, Tonyuti, and Andre Merchev, who are all participating artists. Um, it's a project that brings together the work of five artists and involves artificial intelligence program called the Collective Dream World Project. Wow. Um, well, guys, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Uh, thank you so much for coming in to talk to me about this today. Um, before we get onto the exhibition, perhaps we could just start um, with each of you introducing yourselves and giving our listeners a bit of an idea of how you work and what you do. Sure. Uh, I suppose I can start. I'm Joy DeMarco, and thank you for having us. Uh, we are a, um, a group of people who have met a little bit by chance uh, in various... Um, circumstances <clears throat> excuse me uh, the um, the project started uh, uh, at the very inception with myself meeting with a sound with a uh, with a engineer uh, informatic uh, what you might call it help me out here a a person who writes code anyway an engineer Program. <laughs> a programmer, programmer. thank you <laughs> it's early <laughs> coffee hasn't kicked in uh, and uh, he and I discussed uh, um, uh, at length what would be uh, necessary in order to create a program or use some kind of technology that would allow people to dream together. This idea of can we dream together uh, became one of focus and it was something that was ultimately resolved with an artificial intelligence uh, that is capable of natural language because dreams are usually collected um, by through language at a personal private human level. Uh, the, the natural language uh, computer or artificial intelligence would then become our mediator. And so we, uh, we did just that. We connected to an artificial intelligence and uh, we began processing dreams. And then uh, it occurred to me that dreaming together meant perhaps getting more people to dream together. So more artists uh, who would be willing to join and share the dreams. And so it began with us um, uh, sharing our dreams with the machine who uh, wove them into a larger architectural um, uh, space through text, which we are calling the collective dream world. And the collective dream world then is a collection of um, mixed, collaged dreams of all the individual artists. And based on those outputs from the machine, we are then taking the content and reproducing it or interpreting it, to be quite fair, artistically through our various means of specialization. Uh, I'm a visual artist. Agnese is a composer and pianist. And Andrei Mirchev is a dramaturge, writer, and artist in its own right. And so that's a quick introduction okay. to and the project. And uh, so there are five of you in total, is that right? Right, correct. Uh, he, there are obviously other artists. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was just speaking of the ones here present yeah, at course. the table, <laughs> but uh, certainly there's Carolina Pernard, who is a Luxembourgeois artist, uh, based in Luxembourg at least, and um, who is working mostly with space 
and materiality in the uh, in in the sculptural way. Uh, I think she's pretty well known around here, and um, uh, it was without her we wouldn't be here, quite mm-hmm. frankly. So she brought us together in Luxembourg to basically have this experience mm-hmm. at the Rotonde. So to get this straight, the five of you um, kind of recorded your dreams for mm-hmm. six months mm-hmm. and put them into an AI, which then kind of recycled them uh, right. and created new dreams. Is that right? Correct. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. Created language mm. in the form of a dream. Okay. So and it's really about syntax. And so what yeah. people will see at the Rotonde is um, the kind of result of those dreams being created by the AI and then you guys interpreting them and creating the space based on that. Is that is mm-hmm. that fair enough? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. So, yes. so how did each... Um, how did each of you kind of um, input into the project? Did you each kind of have your own role coming from different specialisms or was it a collaborative thing the whole way? Um, yeah. Well, both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both. Both. <laughs> uh, the dreams obviously are personal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, the process was we, we dreamt, we slept, we dreamt, mm-hmm. and then we recorded the dreams and then the d- dreams were edited anonymously so that they could be inputted anonymously into the AI and then the AI gave us a version or an experience it is having in this so-called collective dream world the people the spaces and the objects and the landscapes it encountered based on our collective dreams and based on those outputs we then uh, observed them uh, and collaborated around a form visual or otherwise form of interpretation so it starts, obviously, personally, and then ends up into a very uh, collaborative process, which was lots of conversations via Zoom. Of course, we're talking about the last two years. Mm-hmm. In a way, this was a kind of a wonderful project because it allowed us to stay connected and to, to, to stay creative, even though sequestered to some extent and certainly far away from one another. So in a way, the pandemic was absolutely the right stage for this production uh, Mm -hmm. of of collaborative production. Maybe you could spend a little bit more time sleeping as well, so making more (laughs) more material to put into the machine. But let's let's talk about this um, this AI called the collective dream work. Well, to be I mean just just to be a little uh, clear, the collective dream work the collective dream world project. Mm is an online experiment that uses an AI. The AI itself is called the GPT-3 and it's, okay. and it's in it's you know it's a uh, it's available to the audiences at large but not necessarily as easily connected you can't necessarily connect to it as easily as one may think. You still need to be able to code your way into it mm-hmm. and it's a quite spectacular massive artificial intelligence. Okay. Is it worth me asking how it works? <laughs> Yes, but I don't have the answer. Yeah, okay. That's fair, that's fair enough. Um, Probably Loris does. That would, yeah. that would be a Loris da Cunto, the engineer, um, um, you know, who co-founded. Who you up to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm wondering, when you, when you received the output of the AI and you, these kind of um, new um, re, recreated dreams from the AI, could you recognize like bits and pieces of your own dreams inside those um, those texts which came up from the machine? Um, sometimes, but very rarely, I would say. It was m- much more a mixed um, output, so that um, it was really a, a collective out- output. 
Okay. I, on the other hand, and it's perhaps an ego problem, I saw myself everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I think I've been in that landscape. That one somehow. comes from me. <laughs> that one comes from me. Or uh, perhaps, you know, uh, I, I've, I felt a strange sense of familiarity, mm. which wouldn't be completely insulting to the AI. I mean, you know, it is using at least some of my dreams. You mm. know, so, but it is fair to say that also the, uh, the, the output began because of perhaps how the AI actually functions. Uh, and how Loris always reminds me, it does not learn exponentially, it learns logarithmically. Therefore, it, it falls into its, own, um, it, into its own rhythm, a narrative rhythm. And I think uh, for some reason, one month, perhaps because of one little piece of input from someone's dream, it uh, went on and just created an entire revolution in Paris in the 21st century ran by women. Wow. Unclear why it got to that narrative but it space. Just, it just came out with that. It came out with that um, fairly linearly, it felt like. Yeah. So did I ever dream personally of a contemporary revolution in Paris uh, ran by woman, women? No. But somehow I also <laughs> wanted to feel like uh, I had something to do about it. <laughs> sure. the, the, um, the title of the exhibition is The Moon is Full, But It's Not the Moon. Um, and I feel like, uh, for me, a kind of common experience with dreams, uh, when either when I'm having them or when I'm trying to like remember them or tell them to someone, is that it's kind of frustrating. I, I either can't do something or I can't remember it or I can't really say it the way it was because there's this strange feeling. And I feel like that's kind of reflected in that title to me. Did you have? Did you did you um, kind of find that you encountered that in the whole process? Like, was that? in the text that came out from the AI? Uh, and how did you, how did you kind of uh, engage with that when you were putting together what is now inside the Rotonde One building? Oh, that's an interesting question. I think it's, uh, that is for us, or at least I remember one conversation when Carolina said, but you know, I don't dream. I don't remember my dreams. And then uh, it, we understood that there is, a, there is also this work of rehearsing your remembrance and mm -hmm. how you actually have to come to this point where you should or where you could memorize your dreams but you're right it's always frustrating because dreams are all in in many cases they are so rich but at the moment when you wake up there is a sort of a we are sort of a censoring our own uh, uh, memories of the dreams so it was in that sense also an interesting well, daily ritual to kind of get to this point where you would remember and where you really would engage with, oh, what's trying to get to this point where, for instance, I was having always in this past six months a, a, a notebook. So to write it immediately after I, I kind of uh, get up. Well, in that sense, I would say that one of the aspects of the project is definitely this question uh, what is the relation between the ephemerality of, of, of dreams and performances and artworks as such that maybe uh, can shed a new light on, on this uh, yeah, on this on this idea of how do we actually deal with something that is always in a way uh, volatile and it is kind of absent and how do we trace these absences and how can we so it is a lot of one big aspect or, or one f important aspect is really this this question of 
getting beyond this dichotomy, uh, ephemeral document archives, and uh, how to how to invest, how to invent or investigate new modes of uh, also having a collective memory because mm. collective dreaming is in this sense was also creating a collective memory of the dreams. And, and more specifically to the language and to the, the language of remembrance as it were, I think it's fair to say that the experience of most people when re recalling dreams to one another is syncopated in small sentences, in bits and pieces. It is not a linear narrative that we fully remember. And if it, you know, if if we share it in that way, then perhaps we um, we can also make sure that the AI would share it in that way, which it did. Mm. So. Uh, specifically to the title, the title is a sentence that was produced by the AI, mm -hmm. right? So the moon is full, but it is not the moon, um, is is in line with this kind of uh, truncated, incomplete notion or image creation through language, right? So it, it questions not just the quality of the image that one may dream, and but also its translation into language. And then um, as far as remembering or even Like you said, Carolina said, I don't dream. Mm -hmm. um, but within a few weeks, it was like, well, since we've been discussing dreams so much, I can remember all my dreams now. So yes, not only do I dream, now I can also <laughs> remember them. And so the, this, this real um, act, this experiment of collective dreaming, uh, I feel has given us a new tool in actual conscious life where we are having our unconscious life much more present in our, in our conscious life. And uh, I think that's perhaps, at least in my, in, in my um, pro process in this collaboration, what I've paid the most attention to as I was um, beginning to plan imagery or video that surrounded the concept of the collective dream world, like just really feeling a lot more closer uh, or feeling my dreams a lot more presently in, during my daily uh, reality, as it were. So that, I think, was really an interesting result from yeah. this, this experiment. I'm sure some people are listening and they're wondering what all of this looks like in that <laughs> space. So maybe you can just give our listeners an idea of uh, when they walk into the Rotonde One uh, and see the exhibition, what kind of things are they going to see? Well, yeah, <laughs> we are looking at each other here yeah. because it's 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 a um, and here, of course. yes, of course, yeah. it's a fine it's a fine line to how much do we want to describe and of how much course. is describable because really, truly, I think if there's anything successful, truly successful about this exhibition, is it is as surreal as a dream in itself. But we can tell you for sure that there is an extraordinary soundtrack, completely immersive, that uh, that starts the moment you walk into the space, the moment you walk into the space you will leave the world behind and you will enter a new world and that new world is absolutely uh, meant for you to feel uh, not confused but displaced in the best possible way where uh, imagery people landscapes sounds and behaviors from the collective dream world from a potential collective dream world, one of many potential collective dream world uh, is actually uh, possible so um, yes there are sculptures yes there is music yes there is participatory uh, events and uh, there is a lot of care given to the performance of people in the collective dream world through uh, video 
and um, and your very own motion through the space. And if you've been to the Rotonde before, I will tell you you've never seen it this way. It has been completely transformed architecturally and uh, psychologically. Okay. It sounds like a really uh, immersive experience that I think a lot of people are really going to kind of enjoy um, seeing and engaging with. Um, it's kind of a very interesting meeting point here between uh, scientifically advanced uh, computer technology and something very like emotional and, and sentient. Um, you know, everybody has dreams and they're personal, but like you guys have tried to kind of make them together mm-hmm. for other people to engage with. So um, I don't think we've actually talked about like how long this exhibition is going to be running uh, and how people can come and see it. It's in the Hotel One building, which is uh, the build is right next to the R City Radio Studios here in Bonnevoie. And it starts, uh, is it tomorrow? Tomorrow. Uh, June 30th at 1800 okay. is the Vernissage. That's the opening. Yeah. And then um, I believe it goes on for two months. Until the 28th of August. There you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, and like, uh, do people need to book to come see it or is it just anyone can show up whenever? Not sure. Uh, honestly, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I, I was told that I, um, I was told that we should somehow let the Roton know about tomorrow's vernissage. I have absolutely made no effort to let people know, but I know a lot of people are coming, so the more the better. Okay. Uh, it is a collective dream world, so... Yep. It should be experienced collectively. Collectively, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, they, and, and of course, people can find out more information at uh, Um I am very lucky because you guys gave me a little bit of a sneak peek mm-hmm. yesterday, and I can already say that it's like a really, really great exhibition, and I I'm, can't wait to see it in full swing. Uh, guys, thank you so much for coming in to talk to me about it today, and uh, yeah, best of best of luck with it all. Thank you so thank much. You. So much.